Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. Besides helping us to make shows like this possible, you'll get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of access to exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. That includes stuff like premium podcasts like Tep and Step, access to all 61 years of the magazine in our digital archives, recruiting analysis, and must-see insight from the Dave Campbell's Texas Football crew. If all of that sounds good to you, we hope you'll consider becoming a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe that's texasfootball.com slash subscribe and thanks for listening the texas football today podcast is brought to you by chocolate milk built by nature you can watch texas football today live weekdays at noon at texasfootball.com and on facebook and if you like the show subscribe to the podcast vendor of your choice give us a positive rating and tell a friend From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it is Texas Football Today, a program on the internet. My name is Greg Tepper. I am the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, texasfootball.com, corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us, whether you're watching us live at texasfootball.com, Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch, or you listen to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. Uh, I'm sitting here, sitting over there at the helm today, making a sound good, getting ready for uh, the end of magazine season and the beginning of pool season. Yeah. She is a Duchess of the Dork. She's actually pickled. This is like the end. This is like the moment where like the – it's not a – magazine season is not bad. I want to be clear. Uh-huh. But it's stressful. It is. And then pool season I know is what you live for. I, it is. And lake season. Lake season. Like, yeah. We're at that. We're at that moment. So I have a little one of those little. This is a quick side story. I'm going to say it. It's a Thursday. Um, it's a little board that you put. You can put the little letters on sure. and, and make your own things. And I've had it since since the end of Christmas because I had Happy Holidays. Blah blah blah. I put Wake Me Up when it's Lake Season, and uh, I thought about changing it the other day. And I was like, you know what? Nope. Mm-mm. We're waiting till oh. after magazine season. So when I come back from Lano, the first thing I'm doing is I got to figure out something to put on my board. That's right. But it's almost. I can also. Season. Yeah. Today is Thursday, May 27th, 2021. 182 days till Thanksgiving. I can announce the end of an era here on Texas football today. Are you quitting? No, I'm not. Mm. But I am quitting one thing. Okay. And that is today will be the final oh. edition of the Ranger episode number. It's so good that we ended this, like this is our end of the week show. <laughs> well, I just, there's two more. I could do it. T- it's episode 1175, 1175. This is the Jeff Zimmerman episode. There are two more. Shout out to Bud Zipful and Richie Zisk. I could continue. <laughs> but this strikes me as a good time to stop. I've done it for 1,075 episodes now because we went one through 99. We're just Ranger numbers. Okay. Um, but this also gives me a weekend to think of a new bit. To figure out. To figure out my new bit. Yep. So st- come on here Tuesday for the uh, the uh, debut of the new episode number bit. But uh, shout out Jeff Zimmerman. That's an all-star. Ooh, there's something to look forward to next week. 1,175. There we go. End of an era. It's tough. On today's show, guys, Pickle's got a segment that I 
have a vague idea of what we're doing, and so we're going to go through that. In the back half of the show, we will hear from uh, Plano West coach Tyler Sukup, who is out at the Grapevine, yes, Grapevine, Grapevine SQT seven uh, for 7-on-7. Seven seven. Uh, Matt Stepp, our own Canadian friend, caught up with him and chatted a little bit about uh, those Plano West Wolves, so stay tuned to hear from coach Tyler Sukup from Plano West coming up here at the back half of the program. Do we have first four through the door? We sure do. It was Rob Hathaway, Daniel Agnew, Tony Blaylock, and Miss Terry Adams. Also have to give a shout-out. Uh, howdy from Virginia came yeah. in from Rob Legau in uh, the pre-show. So howdy. Do you think at this point, we're 1,175 episodes in, do you think at this point we've had live viewers from every state? Maybe. I mean... Like, the Dakotas would be tough. Like, Delaware Alaska. would be tough. Vermont, or like like... Like Delaware actually doesn't exist. Yeah, you know, that's nobody, fair. Nobody's ever been to Delaware. No, that's so fair. it's interesting. I don't know. Um, okay, welcome in, friends, fellas, and lady fellas. I'll say it for you. Okay, pickle, you were editing a page in the magazine, the 2021 summer edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football, mm-hmm. and it was the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Writers Poll, mm-hmm. in which we uh, gather up our friends in the uh, the media swamp. And we ask them a bunch of questions about college football, and we gather their answers, and we publish them. And uh, we had some some outstanding, as usual, our friends came through in a big way. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we, and mo- most importantly, not most importantly, but 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 what's really fun is we do have guys from all over, guys and gals, I should say, from all over the state and all over the country, country yeah. who weigh in. Uh, the the folks I can, I guess, I'll give this away. The folks who filled out our writer's poll this year were Zach Barnett, the football scoop, Texas mm-hmm. Football Today's own. Adam Coleman, our buddy who's now at The Athletic, formerly of the Houston Chronicle. Uh, Brian Davis, the Austin American Statesman. Drew Davison of the Four Star Telegram. Dennis Dodd of CBS Sports. Uh, Taylor Estes over at uh, Horns 24-7. Stephen Godfrey, my leader over at Banner Society. Um, Corey Hogue, our good buddy at Lone Star Sports Daily. Uh, Shahan and Ish. Here at Dave Campbell's Texas Football. Sam Kahn Jr., uh, who is uh, with The Athletic now. Mm-hmm. Uh, David Ubbin, uh, our former colleague now at The Athletic. Uh, Chris Vanini over The Athletic as well. Brett Vito, uh, our buddy up there at the Denton Record Chronicle. And Dave Wilson over at ESPN. So a star-studded cast. Yeah. And one of the questions that we asked them was, and I want to make sure I get this right. Uh, it was, if you were building a team around any current Texas college player, who would it be? And why? If you were building a team around any... Oh, wow. Okay. That's a note there I need to change in the magazine. That Matt Stepp just dropped in the slack. Um, if you were building a team around any current Texas college player, who would it be and why? So, Pickle, you decided to turn that into a segment on this podcast. Yeah, and... I'll tell you why. It was because as I'm sitting there reading and and editing and stuff like that, that was a question that seemed to have quite a wide variety of answers Mm -hmm. that it was like, okay, well, this is a pretty simple question that you would think a lot of people would throw out maybe the same one or two names. And it's like nearly every person. And obviously these are coming in from all those people. It's not like our people, like we don't change them at all. There's they're, they're given answers. So I was like, man, well, let's see what Tepper. So what okay. I did was I broke down most, there were about four different categories that people answered in. We have a quarterback category, running back, wide receiver, and then lineman. So a couple of them are O-line, a couple of them are D-line. But we've got three from each category, and I want you to go through. And to be fair, I didn't put who 
in the writer's yeah. whole said which thing because I want you to subscribe and get the 60-second edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football to see who these guys were. Good but, work. Thank you. These are some of the names that were okay. mentioned, and I want you to go through okay. and tell me which one and so why. This is, this is like one of those things on Soch where you have to pick uh, – you have $15. You have your squares. Your, yeah, yeah. squares. Okay. Um, and the other thing is not all the Texas colleges are represented because I pulled from that list. So if you don't see a specific college on here, don't yell at me. These are what the writers said. Okay, so let's see what we, we got So here, here we go. Um, here's the, the graphic. I have not seen this, by the way. Yes. Okay, so i got to pick a quarterback, a running back, a wide receiver, and a defensive – and an uh, a defensive lineman or offensive lineman, mm -hmm. which is interesting. Okay, so the cornerback options here, yeah, are Hudson Card slash Casey Thompson at Texas. Yes, Tyler both, both were listed, and we don't know right. who's yeah. going to start. So Tyler Shug at uh, at uh, Texas Tech or Max Duggan at TCU. I'll say this: I think this is the toughest one mm -hmm. because in past years we've had like I think a really like there's been one guy, at least one guy that you're like he's he's a bona fide would have to go wrong star. For him not to be the starter. We we know he's the guy, mm -hmm. and we really don't have that this year. Uh, you know, Baylor's having a, a quarterback change. Uh, there's only a few that are coming in, and here we've got two guys listed who are not returning starters: Tyler Shug, and then either uh, uh, Hudson Card or Casey Thompson. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna go here with Tyler Shug okay. at Texas Tech. I think that he is probably the most um, I think he's the he's got the most experience for sure because he played at Oregon. He transferred in from Oregon, I, I think. And, and although Max Duggan, of course, was was uh, played at TCU. Mm -hmm. I think that Tyler Shuck probably has the highest upside here. Uh, this this was a guy who coming out of uh, of high school was a four star guy, a big time playmaker. I think he would probably be my pick. Although I think you would be. You could pick any of these guys. I think Max Duggan's a good choice there mm -hmm. as well. Uh, Texas, I would hold off just because we don't know who it is. I'll go with Tyler Shug. Don't hold me to that. I think it's. <laughs> I think. I think who's the best quarterback in the state of Texas is such a strange question this year mm -hmm. that you could have five or six different answers, and I probably agree with you. Right, and so then this one I'm interested in because these are all guys oh. that are very well established. See, so you move on to the running back. Now the running position. backs. The running backs. The opposite problem. Exactly because you've got. Bijan Robinson, who obviously didn't play under Tom Herman last year for the first half mm -hmm. of the season, but when he did, the guy came out like a bat out of hell. So you've got that yeah. working for you. Sincere McCormick, of course, a bona fide stud down there at UTSA, who was the Conference USA Player of the Year. And then you've got Isaiah Spiller, Texas A&M. 2020 all sec first team that he was a doke walker uh mm -hmm. finalist or semi-finalist like those are three this is tough bona fide studs. this is tough for such a different reason mm -hmm. because because we it do is know an, how good they are it is an embarrassment of riches at the running back spot in texas which is strange normally it's the reverse normally it's, it's so many great quarterbacks and and we don't know who the who star running backs can be here you've got tons of great running backs i think I'm very – here's the easy answer. Mm -hmm. The easy answer is B. John Robinson because mm -hmm. B. John Robinson was the best recruit coming out of high school. Right. B. John Robinson, I think, flashed at times last year when he had the ball, mm -hmm. something like that. That's, I think, the easy choice. Mm -hmm. The hipster choice is Sincere McCormick. Absolutely. Because Sincere McCormick is actually the, the – has the, the most skins on the wall mm -hmm. as far as running backs are concerned. Uh, he was, the, I think, the second-leading rusher in the nation, third-leading rusher in the nation last mm -hmm. year, uh, and is a bona fide superstar at UTSA. Yeah. The, the best player in Conference USA is what they named him. <laughs> I'm not taking either of those guys. I'm going to take Isaiah Spiller. Okay. I think Isaiah Spiller is my pick here. I think he is the best mix of proven and 
the, the and the, the super high seal and the potential is still there. I think there's another level for him. If you want to say it's not Spiller, the argument would be that he's going to split carries with Devon Chan and stuff like that, mm-hmm. right? Which is fair, but I think Isaiah Spiller is my guy there. I would take Isaiah Spiller at the running back spot here. Uh, so yeah, let's. Uh, I'll go with that. I feel great about it, but. Yeah, that's super tough. That is just because, it, that one was absolutely because the, there's so many great running backs there, uh, you know that that are that are big time playmakers. So then you head on to the wide receiver and a guy that needs no introduction. You've got SMU's wide receiver Reggie Roberson, who uh, this will be fourth year there. Mm-hmm. He has been the go-to guy, no doubt about it. Um, then you go down and uh, maybe another little bit of a hipster pick here, but Marcel uh, Barbie out of Texas mm-hmm. State. Um, third team, all fun belt. And then Texas Tech, Eric, help me out here. As Ukonma. Yeah, I always Keller stutter. Timber Creek, I want to say. He's from Keller, I want to say. Okay. Um, he was first team all Big 12 last year and uh, second in Big 12 for receiving yards as only a sophomore. Mm-hmm. So heading into his junior year, this guy's got some hype around good, him. Good crop of wide receivers. Good crop of wide receivers. Um Ezukanma did have off-season surgery. He should be ready for week one, but I think that, you know, but he's certainly worthy of the hype, and he'll be the go-to guy in the Tech offense. Marcel Barbie is is the hipster pick here. Mm-hmm. He's the hipster pick here because he is a lot better than a lot of people think. I think he was probably the best player on Texas State last year. I agree. And should be there. But the, the answer is Reggie Roberson. Mm-hmm. The answer is Reggie Roberson. This was one of the best wide receivers in the country last year until he got hurt. Yes. And... Uh, is a guy who has proven it year in and year out. He was spectacular in 2019. He was spectacular in 2018. He has the skins on the wall. There is no doubt about it for me. I go with Reggie Roberson uh, as my pick for at the wide receiver spot. Uh, I would I would I would take him and put him in my, in my offense tomorrow. That'd I like my it. Pick. And then finally, we head to my favorite category: the big man deserves some love down in in the trenches. But we've got our offensive and defensive line position, and I know that's a little odd to have to choose between. Yeah, you're making some of this them, tough for me. But we'll just see what you do. So Kenyon Green from Texas A&M, the left tackle, just again needs no introduction then you've got a Chon Mathis from TCU the defensive end um, he was second team all big 12 mm-hmm. last year and then DeMarvin Leal out of Texas A&M as well defensive lineman there um, I think a Chon I think a Chon Mathis is super underrated here um, I think that he is a guy that I think because TCU was just kind of okay last year they're just yeah. kind of there last year uh, I think people don't realize how good this guy is and what a monster he is uh, off the off edge, edge. Um, that I think he's there. But this comes down to the two A&M guys for me. And you really have your choice here. Mm-hmm. That you've got one of the best pass rushers in the in the SEC in DeMarvin Leal. You've got one of the best offensive linemen in the league. Who's literally like a brick wall. In, uh, <laughs> and in Kenyon Green. The question is important here. Because the question is, who would you build your team around? Mm-hmm. That is where Kenyon Green gets the edge for me okay. because I think you take him, you put him at the left tackle spot, and you forget about it, and yep. you go, fine. One of the huge important things that you need on your on your team is finished. Like because you've got if it. you've got that, who's in, who's a, under center, yeah, it is less yes. of a stressful situation. Yes. Demarvin there. Leal, so that's where you build your team. Demarvin Leal is a game plan wrecker, yeah. uh, and oh, is absolutely. an absolute monster up front. But I would say that. Kenyon Green at the left tackle spot. You said it, you're you're forget it. That is and the foundation. That's exactly right. Mm-hmm. Is, is 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 if the question was who is the most dynamic player? 
Like, it's Marvin Leal. Yes. But if the question is, who are you building your team around, mm-hmm. Kenyon Green gets gets the nod from me. And that's the other reason I loved this question so much, because obviously Texas A&M got both of them. They did a great job with that, and you can do that. But just when you're talking about building a house, where is that foundation being laid? Right. So there you go. Who would you build your team around? Let us know in the comments uh, who you would build your team that's around. That's me. <laughs> um, we will, we'll, post, we'll post that video, or we'll post that, that graphic on Soch. Yeah. Uh, and let you guys go at it in the comments as well. So good, good segment, Pickle. Thanks. Well done, because I had a big bag of nothing. <laughs> I got we're, you. We're at Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootballToday.com, uh, talking football in Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. TexasFootball.com is where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football, and recruiting all across the Lone Star State. Hey, we're off the air until Tuesday. And there's so, a reason. So, in the meantime, why don't you go to TexasFootball.com slash subscribe and become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider. Mm-hmm. If you want the 2021 summer edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football mailed directly to you before it hits newsstands, become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. You also get a year's worth of great content at TexasFootball.com, including uh, access to our archives. If you ever want to dive into the other 61 ep- uh, editions of uh, Dave Campbell's Texas Football, you can at TexasFootball.com slash archive uh, for insiders there, as well as premium podcasts like Tep and Step, our premium high school football podcast where Step and I uh, just rant about yep. high school football. Um, <laughs> so TexasFootball.com slash subscribe makes a great gift. And too, there is a there does come a point where we will not end up mailing the magazine to you if you subscribe, so it's better to go ahead and get, get that out of the way. Also, too, it's fixing to be the beginning of the month, which you know is payday. It's fixing to be. That's some that's some fun. Put your fun money towards Dave Campbell's. You're funny. That's You're funny. Yeah. Also, <laughs> oh, do they? <laughs> also, Friday, not tomorrow. Next Friday. Next Friday, June fourth, noon. The best days of the year. Right here on Texas Football Today, the exclusive cover reveal of the 2021 summer edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football, brought to you by our good friends at Homefield Apparel, homefieldapparel.com, and we will be taking the we'll be pulling back the curtain we will be showing you what we've been working on we will be showing you the 2021 summer edition of dave campbell's texas football the cover the most tightly kept secret in the state of texas will be revealed next friday june 4th noon live here texasfootball.com facebook youtube and twitch on texas football today again courtesy of our good friends at home field apparel homefieldapparel.com pickle last weekend you and some friends yeah, my buddies. We're at the Grapevine State Qualifying Tournament for 7-on-7. Seven seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the great things about these state qualifying tournaments is that coaches are wandering around, but they have nothing to do because yeah. they can't coach. <laughs> so we snatch them up. <laughs> so we just say, hey, why you, don't we get Mayor. some hashtag content out of it? As a result, uh, Matt Stepp caught up with the head coach at Plano West, Coach Tyler Sukup, uh, to talk about those Wolves. Here is Matt Stepp's conversation with Plano West Coach Tyler Sukup here on Texas Football Today. Matt Stepp, Dave Campbell's Texas football back here here at the Grapevine 7-on-7 state qualifying tournament here with the head coach of the Plano West Wolves, Coach Tyler Sokup. And, Coach, I uh, appreciate you taking a few minutes to chat with us here before you guys get going with your second game. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. All right, Coach, uh, obviously, uh, you know, you're out here at 7-on-7. Seven seven. We, we all know it's not real football, and, 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 and there's some things you can take away uh, from this that you can apply towards the fall. Um, you know, the big boys, the most important guys out there aren't out here, but still a lot, a lot of good things you can, you can, you can glean from this, this event today. What are you looking to see out of your guys uh, for the rest of the day, and how can, you, how can that benefit you guys in the fall? Just want to see the kids compete. Uh, you know, want to see them throw and catch the ball a little bit. Want to see our secondary play the ball in the air and, uh, you know, just align correctly and, and play hard. All right. Now, uh, 
when you took over at Plano West, the program was in, was was in a struck in a point in, in their time when they were struggling. Uh, they were on a long losing streak. Things weren't going well. Um, you guys have turned it around, made the playoffs last year. Huge accomplishment for you guys. What were some of the things when you when you were looking at this job? What were the, the things that you felt like made Plano West a place where you could win? And what what steps did you take to get things turned around? Uh, you know, in terms of of what was appealing about Plano West was just the, the community. I, I, I was familiar with the community, having been in a neighboring school district and, and, and lived fairly close to Plano as well. Uh, I knew the kids, I knew the community, I knew the, the potential of the school. Uh, when we arrived, we really just focused on the controllables, things that we had control over, and, and really it, it starts with energy and effort. We just brought a good attitude every day and tried to teach the kids that. Uh, we, we challenge effort every single day. We, we, we set the bar, and when they reach, reach it, we, we, we raise it, and, and the kids, like I said, they're, they're great kids, great community with great kids. They've they've responded really well, and and uh, but just just focused on the things we had control over. All right, now you've you've graduated a good senior class. I know they were a big part of of the turnaround that you guys had. So you're you're out here with a much younger crew today, and you're going to have a younger team in 2021. Uh, what were the things that you guys in the spring focused on with your kids? What were some of the areas that you really wanted to try to work on with with spring football this year? Uh, probably no different than any, anybody else. Just really getting the kids to believe in execution, getting them to believe if we can get 11 kids on the field uh, doing doing their job and doing it consistently, we'll be a good football team. Uh, we got a bunch of young kids that, that didn't know what their job was and didn't know how to do it with with grit, and and uh, we've we've made some strides for sure this spring in getting there. It must have been really nice to be out there in spring football. You know, last year with all the uncertainty we had uh, with the pandemic and not knowing we were going to have a season, had to be real refreshing. And I'm, was there a new energy from your kids, knowing that there wasn't this kind of dark cloud hanging over them about if we're going to have a season or not? I mean, we, we you know, God willing, we're going to have football again next year, and, and things are looking good as far as that's concerned. But how, how much more productive was the spring, and how much more energy did did, did your coaches and kids have? Without a doubt, coaches and kids both. Uh, as you said, there, there's kind of been a dark cloud over everything we've done. We've had to play football and plan and prep for it while while considering all these COVID protocols and, and the consequences of getting COVID. I mean, the severity of, of kids and their families and our families, um, it, you know, it was a scary deal for a long time. And and I think with, with as that is starting to subside, there's definitely a, a bit of relief with kids and coaches. All right, Coach. Now, uh, looking ahead, you know, in your district, I talked to Basil a few minutes ago. He talks about how tough and deep your district is. From your perspective, I'm, I'm sure you agree with him, every week in, in your district, there's, there's a, it's a battle, and, and number one could beat number eight yeah. on any given week. How, how challenging is that for you guys as a coaching staff week in and week out to prepare for such tough competition? Because there's no there's no gimme games. He, he called it, and he's 100% he's correct. You better show up every week in, in 6-6-A. Uh, the, the challenge is getting kids to understand that, getting kids to believe there's no one on our schedule uh, that, that we can show up and, 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 and not play well and still beat. There's no one on our schedule that's going to be that way. So getting the kids to, to really understand the consistent effort that's needed week in and week out, the consistent preparation that's needed Monday through Thursday for that game is the challenge for, for a 16-year-old kid. And I guess for the coaching staff, the challenge is those, those guys in the other field house because, I mean, there's there's a lot of great coaches in this district and, and the schemes are and they're really really well, ex well executed. That's got to be a challenge week in and week out for you and your coaching staff to come up with a game plan as well. It is. Coaches, good coaches and good players on every team we play. Um, just got done playing Flower Mound and Coach Basil and his staff do a tremendous job. Um, you got a Division One quarterback at, at behind center and that's always a good starting point. So uh, any every, every, every one of the teams in 6-6-A has terrific players and, and are very, very well coached.
All right, Coach, let's talk about something fun now. You are, you're a guy who knows his barbecue. You're, you're originally from Kansas, and they, they do barbecue pretty well up there, I guess. You know, not as good as Texas, but it's, it's good. Um, from your perspective, when you're going to a barbecue spot, what, what do you judge the barbecue spot by? What, what meat? I mean, because I mean, sides are extra. We don't really care about sides. It's, it's all about the meat. So what do you judge a good barbecue spot by? Yeah, I, I think probably what every Texan does, th th that brisket. And uh, I'm, I'm one of those guys, I like a little bit of bark on that brisket and, and, uh, and uh, like it a little more moist than, than dry. And, and so that, I judge it by the brisket, and I think, I think probably most Texans do. Now, do you now, do you do sauce? Because Kansas, they like their sauce up there. Are you are you a sauce guy, or, or have you sauce on the side guy? You know, okay. I like to I like to have a little control over that, but I do like some sauce. All right, coach, appreciate your time. Congrats on all the success at Plano West, and uh, good luck at 21. And we appreciate what you do for student athletes in the state of Texas. Thank you so very much. Appreciate you having me. Thanks, coach. There he is, Tyler Shukup. qualifying tournament uh there appreciate his time chatting with matt step who is now back in canada but we appreciate coach sukup and his time now we go over to ashley pickle for a special memorial day episode of america's second favorite segment final thoughts uh what is my yeah i hear you can you hear me i okay. got you i don't know why that sounds weird on my end i have snare on my headphones We're um good. i guess a couple things here one going back to our i don't even remember if that was in the pre-show or the regular show at this point but um you were asking if people had watched us from a bunch of different states, and so quite yes. a few people let us know. But the big, the big highlight here is that Step has watched us from the state of Delaware before. <laughs> what? He said, uh, "I've watched from Indiana, Delaware, and Florida. Rob Hadaway throughout Colorado and Cabo, mm. which is awesome. Colorado. It was, you know, you remember a couple months ago when we." Um, we drive up to the Panhandle, and I was just thinking, I was telling you, I was like, why don't we just keep going to Colorado? Yep. Like at that point, because it was like the first time we've been on the road in a while, it's like, why don't we just, why don't we just keep on going? going. Go up to Colorado. <laughs> why, why are we like, going to turn around? All my around friends now. are moving to Colorado. Like yeah. I got like five friends who've moved to Colorado in the last like two years. Yep. It's like, that's a weird brag. I have five friends, but <laughs> I was just like, we can just go. And those them. are all of them. That's all of them. <laughs> all my friends. Now I'm out of, I'm out of friends. Um. Yeah. And then the other thing is, yes, just we've said it a couple times, but reminder, we will not have a show yeah. tomorrow or Monday. It is Memorial Day. Um, everyone enjoy their weekend. And also keep a keep a thought in the back yeah. of your mind of what Memorial Day really is. And, you know, exactly. En right. Enjoy your time off. Enjoy your holiday weekend. But also, you know, hold a thought, hold a thought. Exactly right. That's going to do it for us. We'll be back on Tuesday. It's good news for us. Thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And of course, see us at texasfootball.com. Thanks again to Plano West coach Tyler Sukup for being our guest. For Ashley Pickle, I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please come get your Player of the Year trophy. We'll see you Tuesday on Texas Football Today. Mm -hmm.